This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Jared Freed. It is such a pleasure to be here, Jordana. So pumped about what's going on with this podcast. Me too. We had our second New York City live show last night. I'm hurting today. Yeah, me too. It's a, you know what? The shows. The energy is great though. The energy is so unbelievable. By the end of it, it's like we ran a marathon. Like it feels. Essentially, it it feels like that. We do back to back shows. The crowd is pumped up. I want to thank Mateo Lane, who is fantastic. You should all go follow him. He's so funny. And Michelle Wolf. Who's Uh, also hysterical. I mean, Michelle was like. It's crazy for me, and I, I, my, I, it warms my heart. She is such a huge star that and people are came, like giddy yeah. to see her on the show. I was, I loved her stand-up special on HBO. We put it actually in a quote on our book, oh, which amazing. is coming out October twenty-third. You guys can pre-order it now everywhere that books are sold. You can go to betches.co/whh. Um, go check out that. It's book. a really fun. It's, it has commentary on you know. On everything from like making your resume to like finding a job and succeeding in it, but it's fun. It's like light and it's not, it's gonna be a fun read, even though it's like has some serious advice in there. Awesome. I'm also gonna be in Seattle at Laughs uh, in Seattle. Um, go to my Instagram at Jared Freed. Um, I'm there on the 23rd in Seattle. So September 23rd, if you're listening right now, get a crew together. But also, I wanna bring up just to go back to the live shows. Um, they're so much fun. They are. They're so much fun for games. us. We play games. And this is a show. Um, I don't want to. I'm not going to disparage any other live podcasts. But this is made for you and your group. This is. We built the show for you to bring friends that are like, what's a podcast? Who's a who's a cast pod? What's a face to Insta? Right. Those idiots. Bring them. They're going to have gonna fun. They're going to love it. They're going to love it. Even it's if they're ma- not podcast people. It's a group experience. Uh, we bring people on stage. We answer your questions live. The girl or a guy in your group that keeps bothering with their questions about their the person they've been trying to fuck for three years, bring them. Right. Let We're them bother help them. us. Yeah, let instead. them bother us and let a room full of people judge right. them. And if you want a chance to see us live and you live in the Dallas area or somewhere outside of that, you should come see us on October 1st. We're going to be at Canton Hall by the Bomb Factory. Canton Hall, there's an 8 and there's a 10 o'clock show. Yes. Um, come to one, come to both. They're two totally different shows. It's going to be awesome. Go to Betches.co slash Dallas 8 and Dallas 10, depending on what show you want. Um, it's also on our Instagrams yeah. and all that stuff. Like you guys, You'll if you're it. in that area... I will. It's going to be a great time. I'm so pumped about it. I'm pumped that we're like able to go outside of New York and yeah. show people what we've been doing. I'm excited to go somewore south. By that time, it might be a little cold here. <laughs> I'm really just going for the for the potential of a little bit of a tan. A, a tan we'll potential. Yeah. I Dallas is one of those areas that I am always surprised by. Like they're like, oh, it's winter. We have we we have right. stuff. It's 98 it's, degrees where it's winter here too. Totally. <laughs> it's funny when it's uh, northeast people. We just assume anything south is just going to be like hot hot and oh yeah. where's the beach exactly my where's dad the pool? <laughs> i went to san antonio and 
uh, if anyone's in the if anyone knows the area of San Antonio, my dad was like, you my uh, before I'm going, he goes, you should bring a passport. Uh, and go to Mexico for the day. How far is it from? It's Mexico? like a four-hour drive. That's like being like, "Hey, Jared, you should go to Pennsylvania from Boston." Right. Like, <laughs> oh, you're gonna be in the city. Like, yeah. definitely check out Montreal. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. <laughs> and, and also the other insane and the craziest part of that I was like, "Yeah, you're right. I should bring my passport." Like, I had no idea. Right. As I have no I, idea. Ge- geography is like absurd. I have no idea where anything. It's is. insanity. Also, as if. Any border in Mexico is just a guy waiting with a Corona for me to hang at the beach. Right. <laughs> you know, like, like that's how little knowledge. Yeah. The only time that made any sense. My sister went to school in Buffalo and I went there and you could go to Canada in like 45 minutes. That you go to like a casino. Feet. Yeah. Yeah. And or drink at 19. The, essentially the only, the only thing I know. <laughs> so anyway. Dallas people come, 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 bring a crew. Even if they don't know the show, I will tell you this. We are producing a show for the people that don't know it. Because you're going to have fun. It's going to be great. If you've seen any of our Instagram stories from the other shows, like we have a ton of fun. People are really excited. The energy's great. We're excited to see you there. Energy. Bring your fun friends. All right. Let's get into this week's episode. Let's do it. So uh, we read this article online. Did you see this article that said, basically it said that women on Women on dating apps peak at 18 and men peak at 50. Now, what, how did they come to that conclusion? They saw, like, who gets the most responses, I guess. Just a just 18-year-old women. The most swipes and the most uh, responses. It, it, well, I don't like the way that this was, like, marketed. Okay. You know, like, they marketed it as... Clickbait, like, you think? It was very clickbaity. Right. Where they were just like... Uh, like um, you're done at 18 bitches you right. know, time it's to over. die yeah and then men as if men were out there like you know like at, at what did they say the, ma- the male age was 50 50 yeah, right. it's 50 year old men are yeah. just walking around the harem of women right just behind them <laughs> um i guess it really just gave you a sense of like i think what it really i mean it meant like I think it just is an ode to the superficiality of dating on these dating sure. sites. It's like it's supposed to be like your first glance. So yeah, like younger is better. Like, but I objectively hate- speaking, like an uh, older man with more money and experience is better. A younger girl who's like has more youth and is hotter. Like sure, sure. fine. You know what? But it doesn't really speak to like what's really going on, like in the nuances of dating at all. And you know what? I what bothers me about this? I hate when someone reads this article and goes, "See, it's so hard. We're so superficial. Every generation right. has been superficial. You are just using Other the ones tools. Have been worse, worse. Yeah, people used to marry fourteen-year-old girls. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's then, pretty. That was then, a little worse. Oh, he's so lucky. You know, like I, you exactly. know, like but I. It's interesting, like, we we get, I get this blowback a lot where they're like, no, that's not how it is. And I'm like, I'm just telling you, like, what's, what, when a steak, when I smell a steak, I salivate. Like, I'm just right. telling you what the, the thing is. And it's like, when you go to a bar, you're swiping right and left, whether you like it or not. Right. You, you, guy or girl. I think, I think the frustrating thing for a girl hearing this statistic is like, Okay, like a guy doesn't care if I have a degree. A guy doesn't care that I have this experience, that I like myself, that I'm older, my personality. He's just like looking for like the youngest, hottest thing out there. Yeah. And that can be, I guess, that could feel like a little like... A girl doesn't care that I'm a librarian, a that I'm a teacher, that yeah. I'm a... You know, like I, right, it goes I both the, ways. I can see it the other way around. You know, he's well, a biochemist right? and, right. you know, and and gave his life to the government so he doesn't make any fucking dough. Right. You know, like... I, and then no, the, I get that. Yeah. So I'm just saying... 
I agree with what you're saying. Like, uh-huh. life sucks. Right. Well, that's why the statistic like, doesn't tell you, like, about, again, like, about the nuances of things. And, like, yeah, on a strictly, like, you get one one information, one, like, fact about a person, like, young or old. Yeah, you want, like, young. Sure. You want, like, male experienced and educated. Like, yeah, yes or no. Like, yes, I'd prefer that. Well, that's why, like, certain people, like, I, I you know, it's it's interesting. I get written by a lot of guys where they're, like... I don't like this specific app because I don't get I don't get any matches. And I'm like, you just get less matches. You're getting right. less dopamine in your brain because it feels good to get a match. That's not more it, matches isn't better necessarily. Th- this is what I'm saying. Right. So like for people on these apps where they're like, well, it's all about looks. Yeah. And you're someone's, you know, people are masturbating to feet. You're right. someone's foot. I say that all the time. And it's like Someone out there, you're the right seat for their butt. Right. You know? You want few, I like that idea of fewer, better matches as well. It's like uh, there's a there's a store that 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 I like. It's called Huyana. And that's sort of their philosophy. They only sell like a few things, but they're really high quality yeah. things. And I like that idea when it relates to anything in life. Like fewer, better dates. Sure. Fewer, better matches. Like less more meaningful experiences. Well, that also goes into the, like the idea of options. Like, you know, the amount of options we have now are infinite, right? You ever go on seamless and you're like, I don't know what to fucking order. Right. And you sit there for two hours and then you go to the same fucking place. The options are right. The options are excessive, but I think that if you really know what you want and you value the right things, you can narrow people down really easily. And, and that's one yeah. of the best things about dating when you're older and not 18. Because when you're 18, most yeah. people might be interested in you, but you don't really know how to pick people. And you don't know what you want and things right. are going to fail. Like, I, you know, I know what feels good to me now. At, mm. I was at 33 right. I know what I'm looking for And the, you know That's not to say that Whoever I'm not looking for Is wrong It's just not for me Right You know And and I think people get depressed By that because We We're meeting more people Than ever So you're getting turned down By more people than ever So you're like Well it must be because I'm not the 18 year old girl On this And it's like No that's not why It's just It hasn't worked out yet When it works out You'll be like Wow that was easy I can't believe it worked out that way Right yeah, because when you when it works out, it's like you find the person who likes what they're like all these things about like they can, like the the things that aren't listed on the dating app about you. Yeah, and you and you them, and that's not like a necessarily like that common of a thing. Yeah, and I think for guys, we have to get through. Like I I know I have to get through this whole thing of like like oh my god, I'm so fucking attracted to this person. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, all I want to do is animalistically, I'm like, I need to fuck this person. Okay. Like, and then I get to the point, I'm like, then I fuck and I go, hi, well, tell me where you went to college. Right. You know, now, like, I can, now, now I can see if I like you. Now right. I can like get through yeah. that and it sucks. For because, us, it's the opposite. Totally. But it's easy to kind of, I think when you, in the opposite way, you have this animalistic urge to have sex with someone. Sometimes a lot of, a lot of girls have like an animalistic urge to just like be with someone. Yeah. Right? They want like the companionship. They want to feel like they're in a relationship. They want to be, and it makes them not look at how the guy is acting or like, or what he's doing. And instead kind of just like focus on like if he's into them because yeah. they want this attraction could, so badly. Could you be with someone you weren't attracted to physically? Physically. I would have to be like, a, like at least a little bit physically attracted to them. At least, what's a little bit? Like, I mean, but then it's also I mean, like personality can like make someone more attractive to me. That's what I'm saying. Like the 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 idea that like, and this is why a lot of guys are more confident than they should be. People are like, why is he? Who does he think? Like a lot of guys are like, like keep swiping right while they're with someone great is because they're like, well, there's this ghost out there that might think I'm funny. 
Right. You know, then like, and that sounds horrible, but like. But what makes someone appreciate the person they're with? There are, I mean, like there are people who are just content with where they are, right? Sure. Absolutely. I I, there. We were talking about getting, um, where we were talking about getting engaged. Like when the guy, we were talking about this at like, you when we were, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we were having, uh, we were eating before the show. Oh yeah. And we were talking about getting engaged and like the, you know, the girl goes back and is like, I'm engaged. And everyone's like, Wah! right. And the guy's like, yeah, I guess I'll do it. But I feel like there, <laughs> yeah, there are like a ton of guys who have that mentality, but what about, let's talk about like the romantic guys. Okay. The, the three of them out there. Sure. <laughs> All two and a half. Right. Yeah. There are like some guys out there who are like, yeah, I really want a connection. I really want to settle down. I, really I think everyone does. Ha- what do you think is the best way to spot those guys the uh, guys who are like ready for it now like i don't think you're maybe you're you obviously i think you want that eventually but you're not course. like that's next on my to-do list like find me a wife to well, bear my child i'll say this about myself mm-hmm. you know i see that's the thing that bothers me it has to be the only form of romanticism is I want you to be my wife no, to have the my child. Form of romanticism is like I like want a deep, meaningful connection with one person, and I want to like share my life with them. I, I do not. not like, I think that's. I think the, I understand right. the, that's the goal, but it's also like I think it goes up from there. Do you know what I mean? Like I think that to me, it feels good to do something nice for somebody. And that there's no like the, the Phoebe in Friends. There's no such thing right. as a selfless, selfless date. Dude, yeah, yeah. yeah, like there is to me. I'm on the other side of Phoebe. Like there's no such thing as a selfless date. Right. When a guy does something for you, he's doing it because he feels good to do it for you. And you want to find the guy that like is sitting there being like, it just feels good to make you happy. Right. And and yeah. I think every guy ha- I I'm optimistic. But you want that for like a while, not for like a night. Exactly. And <laughs> I'm optimistic to think that everyone has the capacity to be that way. I don't right. think I and that's also But don't you feel like some guys are more ready to be that way than yeah, other guys? I that's why I always think that girls should date older. Older guy. Yeah. Because they're fucking done. It's you can only you right. I'm exhausted right now. You know, like I'm, I'm like, Someone, you've been worn out enough in the world that I don't need this right. anymore. I, 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 you know, like right. go up, you know, like, and, and I just think you're more adept to find uh, a guy who's going to be like, yeah, I got it out of my system. I had my fun, uh, in that sense. I'm looking for a different type of fun now. Right. And, I'm a more secure, maybe a little more boring, but also like a little bit more like stable. Sure. And I think the thing for women, like the thing that I always think is like, we, you know, we had this conversation on earlier episodes about like when to have the talk. Right. Why not just be like a really good party? (laughs) And I don't mean the party, like you sit there fucking doing blow all day. Like I, you know, like I think be Mm -hmm. the party that like you're the party you enjoy being at. And for you, like I always love the girl that's like, doesn't go, need a label. No, not that not that it doesn't need a label, but like her she's like, I got Thursday night, I do this with my chicks. Right. Friday night, I'm down, we should go out. I love this restaurant. I got this thing I like. I think having taste is having taste in having taste in the opposite sex is knowing your own taste and the things you like. Right. Because the more you because anytime I'm with a girl where I'm like where she's like, Oh, I love this restaurant. We go I we gotta go. It's so good. And I'm like and a lot of girls are probably listening to me like, oh, I try to plan. No, no, no. Don't try and plan things for you and the guy. Plan things for fucking you. Be a little selfish right. and be like, look at this fuck. And then now you're this this Mardi Gras parade that's going by. And I'm like, wow, look at that parade. I want to get in on it. I right. went in on the parade. 
everyone I think is their own parade. Right. I think for a lot of people though, part of their parade is like they want like that to be a big part of their life is doing things these things with someone that they're Totally. But I, I think a lot of times I, I you know, it it gets into the well, would you want to do this? And it's like I think it has to be more right. self. Like, I, like I, want, pr- I want you to do you. And like my hope is that like I fit in there. Yes. Right. I think my you want to pr- fit into their life, not like find a way to squeeze them into yours. Absolutely. And my and I think of a, like, let's go on that parade analogy where it's right. like if I'm walking by with my parade. OK, it's me. There's my friends there. We're drinking and some some parts of the parade is there's a drinking float. There's a mm-hmm. family float where all everyone's crying. You know, there's a movie float. You know, okay. all these different floats make up my life. And it's like we're going forward whether it's with or without you i think a lot of women that i've been involved with and i and i don't mean this as, as a net and they're, I, da- they're down to stop the parade and rearrange the schedule so the, that you can get on they're gonna shoo their parade home right <laughs> and then be like um i guess i'll do whatever your parade is and then you're like well i gotta fucking get permits and i got now i'm responsible for her joining this parade that already exists right I see what you're saying. Um, it's like the girl. Yeah. Don't you have friends that have dropped everybody for this new boyfriend's yeah, life? Yeah, those people suck. I definitely agree with that. But I think there's different levels of that. There's like people Absolutely. who are like, yeah, like I do want to go out with my friends to this restaurant and this night. But I've also been doing that for five years. So like, if you want to sure. go out, like I'm happy to like like this is like newer and exciting for me, and I like want to be with a partner, and I like that. Shh. I like that romantic thing. So like, yeah, I'm. I might rearrange some parts of the parade so that you can, so that I can get you know spend some time with you but then my blowback to that is like to me what i'm saying is progressive okay (laughs) like this to me is like an an equalizing thing where it's like you've been doing the dinners for five years but then you're like oh the next dinner place i've been really looking at like if let's say your interest is in food Mm -hmm. or whatever you're like i'm going to that place um hey if you're down there's this new place that i really i need to go and if you're not i'll take someone else goodbye right you know, yeah, I agree with you in terms of like being more proactive about this dating, le- yeah. being less like I'm going to like wait to see where he takes this relationship instead of just being like, I'm going to go out and do my thing and have fun. And like if it's in sync and we, we work together, then like that's great and we can fit in like organically. That's great. And I'm not, you know, I can't tell someone how to feel, but mm-hmm. I, you can't tell someone how to feel. But I can say this. If you look at this article where it's like 18, you're done, bitch, <laughs> and you're eternally depressed by it. Maybe it's time to look inward and be like, hey, I, I'm out of the apps. I got to go fucking join a club, hang with my friends a little bit more, develop my taste in the right. things that I like. Find something that makes you happy. Yeah. Right. It, it, because I, there's nobody out there that's going to fix yeah. your shit. I mean, that really goes along with like the cheesy line of like, if you like yourself, like he'll, he'll come. Yeah. Like, it'll show up. And she'll come. Like yeah. it's, it's both ways. Like I have things in my own life, like where I'm like, you know, like I've been dating girls where I'm like the weekend, I'm having the best time with them. Then Monday I'm like, ah, I feel fat and gross. I need to never go out for dinner again. I need to eat on my schedule. I need, I mean, right. like you see me come in here with peanut butter and a tablespoon, like, and then I'm like, actively pushing people out of my life because I'm like, well, they aren't going to help me. They're not, I need to do this first before I can be with them. Right. And that's my own problems. That's not to say that these people aren't good for me. That's me being like, oh, you got to fucking know how to like, I need to be like my ultimate, most self-actualized self before I can be like the partner that I think I'm going to be. Yeah. Well, that also tells me that I'm like, Maybe you got to stop drinking that much on a weekend. Right. Maybe you're doing too much on this day. You're just working you're- on yourself to get ready for her. This is what I'm saying. Exactly.
know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's see some email. Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending those emails. Also, rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. And make it your Instagram story. I love that. I love it too. It really... I always respond. I always respond. Jordana always responds. When you make it your Instagram story, it's an uninvasive way of letting people know what you're having fun doing. And if you're having fun listening to this podcast, let them know. Do it. Hey, you up. First off, thank you for making my morning and evening commutes the most enjoyable hours of the day. My friends totally pushed me to email you guys. So here it is. I just graduated college and the night before graduation, I was out with my friends. My friend's boyfriend introduced me to his one friend, uh, to his friends whom I never see, seen once in my four years at school. We hit it off immediately, and of course, one thing led to another, and we hooked up. Maybe I'll be more conservative during my new life phase. No, you won't. <laughs> That's the thing. You know how you like when you graduate college, college, yeah, and you're like, new life. Now I'm an adult, right? New me, and then you're like, oh wait, I drink more out here, right? And then it's like, oh my god, I don't know anything, and the world is destroying me. Yeah. And I have to get a job, and everything's <laughs> terrible. Wait, sorry, go. <laughs> and there are d- and there are dumb adults. Yeah, <laughs> that was a, a real eye opener to me. Being 22 sucks. I would never go back. I think it's the worst. Year? Most well, 22 might be the worst. 
22 is the worst. 23 is pretty bad, too. I think 21 to 23, that range. 21's nice, I think. Really? Yeah. Well, if you're graduating, I'm just saying that graduating college, letting it going into the quote unquote real world, no one was prepared for how drastic that was going to be for this generation. Right. This generation that was taught you can be anything, you can have anything, uh, you're a special snowflake, you're beautiful, everything you're going to do, you're going to be the president of the of the universe. And then you got to 22 and you're like, oh, fuck, entry level. Right. Yeah. You know, it was a it was a real blow. No, I agree. That's like the worst year. And it, and it wasn't and you're so, bad. You're, I feel like you're also, it's also just because your expectations are so high. So high. Like the world's going to like, life's going to be great. I'm like, <laughs> I'm Getty. I'm, re- I'm the freshman of the real sure. world. It's going to be great. And we grew up in a boom economy. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, and up, like, up, up. Oh my and then, God. There's so much stuff I have to pay for now. When I was in 2000, I was, uh, it was 2007. I worked, uh, I sold life insurance. Right. And um, I literally walked by Lehman Brothers as the cameras were outside and people were like leaving there with their like desk sounds like a great time to be in the workforce it's, it was that, that's when i'm entering yeah <laughs> so and that's um, how you that all, all roads led you to here and now i'm here room. you know talking about blowjobs um i'll be more conservative uh, we will both went our separate paths and eventually he the texting died down until it was a saturday afternoon i was going to my friend's apartment to get ready for a night out i did my daily swipe through of the daps dating apps and um it happened to stumble upon him of course i messaged him we immediately picked up where we left off and it was awesome a few days later we got drinks after work mind you this is the first time we really quote unquote met and sober on top of it he picked a bar close to my office which was very cute we got two drinks there and immediately had a connection we went to another bar for a drink three at jared we changed locations proud i this is my big advice to anyone that's on a good date Change locations, change locations. If you're Basically looking to have a fun on night. a trip together. A tri- exactly. Um, Your first trip. I left. <laughs> our first trip was, was to Joshua Tree. Um, I left the date feeling so good. Feeling like, yes, I finally found a nice guy after all these years. Okay. That's an emotional masturbation thing. Yeah. Okay. You're 22. Right. You're going to live after to 100. All these, years. all these years. All these weary years <laughs> as a single cat lady yeah. at Emory. <laughs> you know, like, come on. Live real. Yeah, I know. Absurd. I yeah. hope she's joking. But I don't think she is. It doesn't come off as a joke. Let's be real. I think women need to stop with this age shit. I know we just talked about an article where 18 I, and it's I over. Think I, I was a, I was a sort of like a, I've done that before. And I was actually just talking about this on our other podcast, Batch Lab, where it's like, if you're kind of like insecure about your age or like, you're kind of like, oh, like I've been doing this for like this jaded sense of like, I'm so old or whatever like yeah. that. It's because you're not happy with where you are in life. And so you you become like, oh, I thought I would, I thought I'd have a boyfriend by 22. It's the, I've been dating yeah. for so many years. I it's thought the I'd mo- be. It's right. the most transparent lack yeah. of confidence I've ever seen. It is. Cause if you're like, if you were, if you're happy with where you are, you own your age. You're like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm here. I'm proud of where I, where I've done in this amount of time in my life. Do you know how many hot chicks I have look at me and go, we're old, we're going home. And I'm like, get the fuck out of my life. (laughs) Just shut the fuck up. You go home, grandma. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. You know, like, oh, we're 25. We're old grandmas. Like, (laughs) 
<laughs> I just want to see like that's the thing like you, you I'm out every night like I I and for work right you know so like because you're young and fun because I'm young and fun and but you know you're out when you do stand-up you have to be out every night so you see everyone on their night out right and it's always interesting to me like the Wednesday night girl group there's always one in the group that is like I, I didn't want to come anyways but this is my big night and it's like you're 26 get out, of here. Get out. Right. yeah own what you are yeah, the self-proclaimed grandma. She's annoying. Annoying. So change locations. Proud. I left the date feeling so good. Like, yes, I finally found a nice guy after all these years. All my weary years on this earth has been spent looking for a man. I'm old, but Does 22. Does he? <laughs> we continued chatting and he began planning our next date. I heard from my friend's boyfriend that it went well, too. Then my birthday happened. Fuck birthdays. Uh-oh. I went for drinks wow. with all my friends. One of my friends is super chill and never gives a fuck. This is great when it's not directed towards you. In this case, her fucked up, coked out self thought, I can't believe how open Everyone the is about coke community is right now. I never knew of such a thing. It used to be thing. very secretive. The right? Coke community. Yeah, it was, like a, it was like a bathroom stall. Locked doors. thing. Now it's like, yeah, we were doing some coke and here's what happened. I'm only bringing this up because at the live show it came up. A couple people were talking about uh, Openly. some drugs. Yeah. And like I, it was an, it was tough because Jared and I had to call the cops and yeah. wait for them to come and <laughs> bring them, <laughs> take them away, yeah. boy. My boyfriend thought that was like the funniest line of the night, where you were, where the girl was like, "We were actually doing coke," and you're like, "Okay, well, we're calling the police, <laughs> calling the, <laughs> yeah. bringing the police." Yeah, it was insane to me. Yeah, but I think you know we're similar, you know, age ranges. Right. My college, like, yeah, that wasn't something you like taught. That was like something you whispered about. Totally, I'll I'll tell you a quick story. We'll sure. go back to this email. I. Uh, I remember Penn State's a drinking school, like right, just notoriously. UVM, you're gonna smoke a lot of weed. Like there's some colleges, you know, and then, but then I remember like I walked into like the like I was a senior in college, so I've gone four years of thinking I'm out here partying, right, and I couldn't get into a room, and it was like locked, and I was like, okay, I'll just go away, I, like, and then I. They were like, and I was like, oh, well, I actually needed something in it. So I kept knocking and then they let me in. They're like, you cool, man? Be cool. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I look around and I'm like, it was like that scene. What's the movie? Now they just shouted from the rooftop. That's the thing. Yeah. People, and they were like, we're doing kids no, these no. days. We don't want people to know. They were walking around the party being like, I don't want to be known as the guy who does this. Right. And then I, I didn't do, you know, like whatever. Like that night I didn't do it. And I was just like, wow, like has this been happening for four years? And they're like, yeah, we, this is why every door's locked. Right. <laughs> like, you you're idiot. Like, you're like the naive, yeah, like, I what is, like, what smells like skunk in here? Yeah. <laughs> you ever see Dewey Cox? <laughs> um, I think I've seen parts of it. There's, there's a really great reoccurring joke with Tim Meadows where every time he walks in on him, he's doing a different drug throughout okay. the years. And he goes, D don't do this, Dewey. And he like yells, he's like, it's called marijuana. Don't be doing it. You know, oh like it God, warns yeah. him about the, it felt like that moment for me. Um, anyway, this girl is very open about her friend's coke problem. Yeah, and this fucked up coke out self thought it would be funny to add him on Instagram and like all his pics. Not funny. Not funny. Not. <laughs> Fuck you, Rachel. <sighs> and now we're here and I'm questioning, did this friend really ruin something between the boy and me? I think yes, but all my friends think I'm overthinking it. They're totally lying. This guy thinks I'm a fucking psycho and it's this girl's fault. Um, my question. So the friend did it for her. I'm sorry. The friend was just like fucking around and took her phone and like followed this guy on Instagram and then liked all his pictures funny to add him on it did she, the friend didn't add him no, she, she added, went, with her she added him from her phone yeah okay 
I apologize and tried to play it off as a joke when I brought up the that uh, date we were planning. He kind of was like, I don't know what my work schedule is looking like. Bullshit. You started work five minutes ago and you're 23, so you're not important. <laughs> I know. So now I want... I like that you went from, I've been single all these years to, you're 23, you're not important. A guy at 23 is young idiot. Right. So now I wonder, is this dead? All I can do now is laugh at the fact that this happened and vow never, uh, vow never drink margaritas on a work night with friends who likes likes drugs more than me we do we laugh at this or do we give it some real tough love sincerely the gal not making it to day two what do you think here's the thing i think it's like that creepy romantic thing that we're talking about if this guy was like into her and then her friend did that he would think it was like kind of funny and like be a little into it but i think the fact that like he was probably on the fence and then like he was like oh this is like i'm getting more attention from this girl in this way and it's kind of annoying me more than like making me excited is probably a sign that i'm not that into her yeah i think if you were really into someone you wouldn't really like be like well creeped out by that would you here's the thing i wouldn't be creeped out if i was really into someone but i'd also here's i don't think guys would be pushed away in the way that you're saying like if someone liked all my pictures i'd be like oh that's funny whatever right I don't think one had to do with the other. I don't think she doesn't get date two because, because drugged out friend. Yeah. Right. I think she I was agree. never getting date two. She, this is the guy. She wants to blame the guy right. being a guy who wants to fuck. That's what I'm saying. I think she's on all the anxious. Friend. Like, oh my God, I made, I fucked up so much. Like my friend did this and she, everything is ruined. Whereas like if the guy, like if the, if it were like actually going to work out, like this wouldn't matter. Yeah, but also the guy who was going to do this was going to say, I don't know my work schedule either way. Right. That's what, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah like yeah. we're saying the same thing. Yeah, we're like saying he's the same. saying he like had this, he's like not more or less into it because of this no. thing. He will also look at, they met, they hooked up, he went away, they found each other on a dating app, then they went on a drunken date that went real long and fun. Right. And then he was like, I don't know, on about day two. To me, this guy was going to keep appearing and disappearing to get his to get come to the blowjob factory. Right. He wasn't really like if she should if she's looking at his actions, he was never really putting in any serious effort. I could see if it was like he was like planning all these dates and doing all this like and texting her constantly and like really like seemed like really obsessed with her. And then her friend did this. I could see where she might be like, oh, my God, this is like so embarrassing. I like didn't play it cool. But this guy, if you look at all his actions, he wasn't really like. He wasn't showing you that he was really looking for anything other than a hookup anyway. One great date doesn't mean more than one great date to me. One great date can be like, can make you feel hopeful. Absolutely. And make you feel like, like in that emotionally masturbating kind of way. Like you're kind of just like, this is like, I feel like something, I feel like this is like, that went really well. Like my mind is now racing to all the things that like. That could be from this. Yeah, well, a great date on like, yeah, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But you have to, you have to not think about things in that, in that sense in either way. Like if something negative happens, sure. like this isn't like you're going to be alone forever. Totally. If something positive happens, don't say he's perfect. He's my future husband. Like that sort of like jumping to jumping to like conclusions and consequences mm-hmm. really it takes you out of the moment one and like makes you not see things like, for what they really are. It, it, absolutely. And I'll say, when I was 23, a great Thursday night date meant a fun Saturday night text. Right. That was because you weren't looking to like... Absolutely. Right. So like this dude, you know, I'm surprised 
you know, that he didn't. Right. Just be because like, the hey. date is good doesn't mean he's not just looking to hook up. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. It, it, yeah. It could be either way. But I, I would always be like, okay, well, now we're opened up. What do you. I would end those dates that were like the three bar Thursday date with, what's your plan this weekend? And then they were like, well, I have a birthday Friday, Saturday. I'm going to drink during the day, watch the game. Oh, I'm going to watch a game too. I'll be there. Like, we should hang. Right. And it opened it up to like, I think second date casual is kind of what a lot of guys at that point are looking for. Like first date, we like, we go out and we have a good time. And then like second date, like you just come over and we hook up. Not even that. I or I meet you at a bar that you're already at. Okay. I could always play that. Right. Move. Yeah. Again, if you want to date the guys who were like more serious and more like ready for, for like the real dating experience, you might want to go older. You want to go older. I, I also don't think it's bad. Um, but to this s- girl has been single for years. For years. <laughs> How will she go on? Right. Hey, I, th- I don't think it's bad to like to say, what are your plans this weekend? Have the guy go, hey, like I, 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 I feel it's like it's not bad, but it's clearly not what she's looking for. It's tough to be a 22 year old dating 22 year old. Yeah. Because like they're de- the expectations are really are pretty different. I think once girls leave college, they're like, OK, like I'd like to sure a lot of them anyway are kind of like i'd like a different kind of experience than what i had in college which was the guy being like oh come over well to my friday for sure the game but you can have that different experience and also still be 22 Mm -hmm. so like to this girl where it's like like i do think more girls have to open themselves up to the casualness of like hey i'll go meet up you're oh you're watching the game this weekend i got a friend's watching the game too we should bring our friends together and have fun Mm -hmm. and then not go home with them (laughs) <laughs> like right. I, I, yeah. like I, I, I think there's uh, there's power in hanging out without going home. Right. Yeah. It's and just because people, he thinks he's a gonna lot of go people home. just don't want to put themselves in that situation of like because they don't trust themselves. And I get that if you're drinking a lot, sometimes you make a decision where you go home with someone. Maybe you like you didn't want to play it that way. You didn't want it to be like that. And, and if you, you made can't that trust mis- yourself, then you then shouldn't don't go. go. Yeah. I'm saying if you if you know that you you can hold yourself together enough that you can make a very logical decision at the end of the night of like this won't make me happy tomorrow. I'm just going to go home, which is sure. kind of hard to do when your activity is like you're at a bar drinking and the and guy is the buying, coke friend and the guy is buying <laughs> you drink and your friend has all these all these bags of coke just. To I- <laughs> it's easy to make a decision that you're not, but I, I agree with you. There's no harm in going and hanging out with someone in a casual way. I just think the, the issue for a lot of girls is that they do that and they wind up doing something because they're like a little drunk that they wish they wouldn't have done the next day. And then they feel bad about it. I, and my advice to those people and just telling you from a guy's perspective is that there's no greater power than a girl you're attracted to laughing in your face about a hookup, but still being interested. Okay. So like if I'm like we should go home and she's like you fucking idiot that's not happening. I'm sleeping on Jessica tonight. Right. Because I think we're girls sharing. are afraid of seeming like they're like you know rude or whatever. But Be you fucking rude. Yeah. I'm saying like as a guy and this is just me like I'm just telling you the reality of like that hangout this guy needs to be trained a little bit you can either be the lion tamer or you can find an older dude right well so, the, here's you know, the there's thing. your choice you're fighting your own instincts though because you want it the hard the hard part about being a girl in the situation is like yeah you do want to go home with this mm-hmm. guy you do but it's like but you also want it to lead somewhere so it's like it's yeah. it's a conflicting it's conflicting thing you don't want like you want it to you don't want to go home with him before you know if it leads somewhere because then you're making yourself be open to getting a little more hurt than you would otherwise yeah so i get the the conflict because it's not like oh like 
I don't want to go home, so I'm not going. It's like you're kind of have to fight your own. It's like when it's like when there's a big pizza in front of you and you're yeah. on a diet. You're like, I'm gonna feel bad about this. I tomorrow. guess I don't think of it that way. I'm, I'm putting yeah. myself in the pizza place. Mm-hmm. Like I probably shouldn't do this. I want to, but I don't want to. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's in my like, mind, when the girl's like, I don't want to go home with you, she's like not as tempted by the sex as I right. am. Yeah, I guess I don't think of it that well, way. Well, she wants to play like the long game. Which I made this joke fair. last night, but I think I got, that's why we got to bring back hand jobs. Like, <laughs> do hand you guys jo- like hand jobs? No, but like d- 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 but at least we're in the game. At least you've cleared your head without being inside of someone. That's fair. And I think like that could help a lot of these relationships. Mm-hmm. Just to get be like, all right, he got off, and now he's like, well, uh, yeah, I guess we right. Could hang. But it wasn't like oh, like she gave it. Like I feel like it's not as intimate as sex, so you probably won't feel quite as. And the girl cannot feel as like fucked over. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, that, we'll have to explore that one we explore in a different it. episode. Hey, J and J, love the podcast. Been telling everyone I know, single or in a relationship, that they need to listen. I was hoping to get you got your guys' opinion on a situation I've been struggling with. My ex of five years and I broke up in late January, so obviously this isn't super recent. He's since gotten into a new relationship very quickly. I might add interesting smiley face i don't know what you call that one and i can't seem to get myself to stop thinking about him and stalking her public instagram the breakup is pretty mutual so we decided to stay connected on social media and we have a ton of mutual friends so i'm worried about burning bridges any tips on how to mend a curious and broken heart sincerely just want to get over my fucking ex this sucks i'm sorry for her that sucks Um, yeah because it's like because when you follow an ex on social media that you're not 100 percent over which you're clearly not yeah it's like every time you see something it's like a little twinge of pain it's like a little sting you should unfollow it's not personal it's not because you think he's a bad guy if he asks you about the unfollow or you can even preempt that with like hey like it's okay to like admit that you're like a little hurt by something be like hey like i'm trying to move on i kind of find it hard when i see all your stuff on social media so i'm just gonna like unfollow you i think like that's not necessarily a permanent thing and i wish you luck and it's not like i'm mad at you but i just i just rather not see this an unfollow doesn't have to be a hateful thing right and i we get this type of question a lot where it's like where you know what will they think i i this is for you unfollow is like personal medication people i feel like don't want to admit that they're they don't want to seem like they're more hurt than they are and you know what I mean? That's like a kind of a thing you just need to get over because it's not it's not a bad thing to be hurt. You're in a five year relationship. It's not like a yeah. bad thing. It's not like doesn't make you a crazy psycho that you that you're having a little trouble seeing things from someone that you had like an intimate relationship with for five years. It's also not fucking weird to be curious. Yeah, that's also true. Like, like everyone looks, like, everyone looks, and also we just have the tools, right? It doesn't make you like a loser that you keep looking. Like, no, everyone does that. I'm looking at new exes with their yeah. new guys. I'm looking at the weddings. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at everything. Yeah. I have to say, there is no greater gift than like someone who is private on Instagram mm. that you use that after a breakup. Them being private, you unfollow, you forget about them very fast. It's it's very different, right? It's very if they're public. Different. You can still kind of like go and do that thing, but if they're private and yeah. you unfollow them, you're taking yourself out of the game totally. and you're really allowing yourself to move on and not think about this person constantly. And and try it for a month, see how you feel. Yeah, like like that's like the and I feel for her because guys do move on this way i'm sure the 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 breakup wasn't she says we were mutual uh, mu- uh it was pretty mutual 
whatever this breakup or the reasons he gave, I'm not ready. I'm busy. You're busy. It was just that we're not the match. Right. And so now she's going, she's looking at his profile. Oh, I th- you know, I guess he wasn't too busy for this girl. She must be great. That's not what it is. Right. And you, you come to all these conclusions when Instagram is like a complete lie. Total Everything lie. you see, you now blow up into this whole this whole emo- like uh, picture but, of how they're so happy and why weren't you good enough and what's but your going breakup was a lie. That's my my point. <laughs> You're the, but this relationship could be a lie too. You don't know. Yeah, well, maybe everything it is. is like there's no way to know what someone else is thinking or whatever what someone else is doing. And by seeing stuff, you're only letting yourself like like imagine all the possibilities. But yeah, and uh, my point. <sighs> We want to look at all these relationships like they're a lie. They're not as in love as they say they are. Look at them fucking losers. They got together and she doesn't all look we good. we have, Jerry. I, <laughs> I think the healthier way for her to go is to go, he didn't, we were never going to be together. Right. Whatever reasons we broke up. Yeah, but. That's a lot more painful than being let, than. than yeah, but that, I think that pain will let her move on quicker. That's probably true. Yes, you have to go like the shorter, more painful route. Yeah. Better to be short and more painful than the elongated, like, this is bullshit relationship thing. Like, you just, I think, I, I stand corrected. I think your move is right. <laughs> I just think, like, if you, just the move of looking back at the breakup and going, because right now she's thinking to herself, I thought he was busy. He must mm. have not been too busy for her. It, it, she's pitting herself right. against this picture, which you're right. This picture that's an illusion of how happy they are. Right. We don't know how happy they are. We don't know how cool she is. You, It's not you versus her. Right. It's not you versus him. It's not. That's not what this is all about. It's about your mental energy and you moving on and you just realizing that this wasn't right for you. And, yeah. And you, not and, the match. Yeah. And it's totally, like we've said this before, like it is encouraged and highly okay to unfollow someone that you used to date. It's unnatural to be able to see where the person you used yeah. to date is doing at all times. And it's not healthy. I think mutual, mutual, he, she writes, uh, the, the breakup was pretty mutual. I think that's worse breakup than getting... Yeah, that's harder. Yeah. yeah, because you don't have something to lean on in times of weakness. Yes, too. Because if you're, if and I have so many friends who are like they want to break up with a guy, and they're like, I, I've heard people say this, like, I wish he had like cheated on me. Yeah, I wish he had like done something <laughs> so terrible that I could just like I could never go back. And I've had guys that I tried to break up with, but I kept going back to where that I like felt I had this on again off again thing with and it's because you're like it's not working yeah but like there's nothing that you can there's nothing that was done that was so terrible that you can be like whenever you're feeling down you're like oh well like he's an asshole he did this thing to me this is a mathematical equation too we have more we live longer you know if you want to look at the math of it and take the emotion out of it right we live longer than we ever have uh the age at first marriage is four years or something like that I looked at the stat the age at first marriage is like four years older than it was 20 years ago. Right. So now you have four extra years. Four extra years to be disappointed by somebody. Four extra years to meet really nice people that aren't the one. Take it as a gift. Absolutely. The gift of modern dating. The gift of this podcast. Yeah. You indeed. up every single week. Keep sending your emails. We're we'll be right back with Corinne Fisher from Guys We Fucked. We'll be right back. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. 
And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com, L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Hello, welcome back. Super excited to have uh, a very special guest to join us for the weird sexual uh, moment of the week and some games. Uh, so funny, super funny comic, has her own podcast called uh, Guys We Fucked. Also, another podcast called Two Lo- Less Lonely Girls. Corinne Fisher, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Great to have you. Um, we, we had to bring you on for... The weird sexual moment of the week. I feel like this is your wheelhouse. Yes. I feel like the anti-slut shaming podcast. You, you guys know her from that podcast, uh, Guys We Fucked. And you might know her from Two Less Lonely Girls. Explain the new podcast yeah. for the Explain listeners. both podcasts, I think, okay. just for those okay. un- unaware. No problem. So yeah. Guys We Fucked, that's been going on for uh, how long? Like almost five years at this point. Uh, and we started interviewing guys that we had actually slept with to learn more about ourselves. It's kind of like a social experiment. My comedy partner, Christina Hutchinson and myself and then it kind of just naturally transitioned into an open forum for like post-secret type sex uh, mm-hmm. like kinks and uh, secrets that people were hiding or felt ashamed of it's a very shame-based podcast and we t- try to eradicate 
uh, shame people of their shame. Um, so that's what I mean, we've interviewed all kinds of people. We do like John Ronson, who has a great book about shame, to like Amber Rose, who we all know from Slut Walk, and right. then just being a per- per- public person. Have you heard of um, Brene Brown? Yes, she has that whole shame book. I just read it. I loved it. I I, t- I used her as a reference for the book that I wrote because she had a lot of great things to say um, about shame because everything like I did a whole chapter on shame in our book and like just shame is everything and I actually am someone who hasn't felt a lot of shame which I feel like what my my life um, in terms of sexuality has been a lot easier than most people because everyone's very concerned with what everyone else thinks Thanks, right but I don't really there's no purpose no, uh, the, or no, point in that no like the whole shame thing like do you think it's like broad and too much is there a point where it's like things are being called shame where you're like uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like accusing people of shaming others and like, you know, it, like shame has become, you know, in, in the last few years, like well, kind of a talking point. Well, it's, I feel it, like. it's kind of been ruined the same way. Like the word feminism has been a little bit ruined. I call it like forever 21ing it. Okay. So it's like you put you like we've forever 21 feminism because we're just like slapping it on T-shirts and tote bags, but we're not actually like living yeah. by <laughs> what feminism is. And the same thing goes for shame. It's just like anytime someone says something negative about you, it's not shame. Shame does have a place and a purpose. And also you can really only be shamed if you allow yourself to be shamed. Huh. So like you are a participant in your own shame mm-hmm. that's why i right. just am not shamed because it's like I, i'm not allowing it the wall is up so you can't do it no you one can penetrate shame you without your consent exactly right. yeah it, I, I think I, it was like adam carolla like was always like like if you make fun of me for something i'm not then i won't then i don't get offended right but right. if i feel like, like he's like his thing is like if you call me fat I won't get mad because I'm not fat. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you call me something that like hits home for me, right. I, right. I'm only offended by it because I, I feel that it's a little bit true. I yeah. feel like there's some truth in what you're saying. So it hurts more. Yeah. And I guess now there's like more outlets to, to say, well, I, now you can put like the, you know, the, the umbrella of shame on something. And everyone's like, well, we have to agree with that. Well, yeah. and every critique of something is not shame. Like cr- there is a place and a, and a reason that critique exists. It's so mm-hmm. that we can better ourselves. So t- sometimes, especially if you do something terrible, like you should be shamed, but I think uh, it needs to like correlate to whatever you do. You did. You know what? Yeah. You know what's interesting? We we just did a live show. This is the day after like let people out from behind the curtains. Uh-huh. Um, and we do we're gonna do the weird sexual moment of the week. But it was interesting. There was one person. That, I don't know if it's out yet or whatever. But one person at the show was like, "Oh, I have to tell my weird sexual moment of the week." And then she tells this story, and the story was just basically. The guy couldn't get up and tried to have sex with her while while soft. It's like that's right. happened to everyone. Yeah, yeah. and maybe we, not you. Jared. That's not that crazy. <laughs> Never me. I'm hard all the time. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I meant no one ever tried to fuck you with oh. a soft cock. Well, you don't know me that well. So I, uh, <laughs> no, but I, I, um, I, you know, it was interesting because then people were like, "What? Mm-hmm. That story stinks." <laughs> yeah, she got mad like yeah. at everyone else, right? And for was, not like thinking the story was as crazy as she did. Like, yeah. and and we were all just like no and it was like and you could tell that there was like an anger at us for like being like um i think he's okay you know like right you know and we're just and like you know that that's her relating oh fuck my story now i'm gonna take it out on everyone else Uh and it's just it's interesting to me that like we now there are these buzzwords that are out there that like almost protect 
shitty people using the buzzwords mm-hmm. and it's like you know, just like you said the forever 21 thing is perfect is a perfect way to put it because you're like oh well, i'm a i'm a feminist you know and it's like when a mom goes well as a mother now mm-hmm. she can say whatever the fuck right. she wants yeah and it's like well you don't have a doctorate or, right. you know or like you're not living that you're not like the the ultimate yeah in we, that, right? and also most people are just stupid fair just dum-dums <laughs> so what why do you like what causes you to not have this shame like or what What do you think i'm not sure because to, it's oh to... yeah it's always been that way i think it was probably like uh my parenting because w- the one thing i've learned uh is that i'm really lucky and i have like pretty sane parents who did a good job and that i What's know that like yeah and i know <laughs> almost no one has so i feel like i fucking hit the lottery like, like my dad just had a birthday and i legit thanked him sincerely for not molesting me like that wow i was like thank Bar you very much low, but, you uh, like, for not molesting me I sincerely appreciate yeah. it. Good work. Yeah, but we, we were just like we, we we lived in a house where it wasn't just like you weren't getting dressed or doing anything for anybody else. Like it was expected of us to get straight A's. We weren't trying to like dress in the latest, uh, you know, fashion designs or whatever. Not that we were going like we just look looked normal or dress however you want. Like mm-hmm. I just always went uh, walked to the beat of my own drum. And, it's so, it's so yeah. funny that like but like back to the shame thing where you're like we're expected to get straight A's like that's a normal thing for parents to expect that's a nice thing for them to expect right it's like someone now could be like I do not be shame me yeah <laughs> right. well, I was like, be sh- that's the one thing I was definitely be shamed in the house yeah but that's a, that's that's good parenting they're just like yeah. we know this will be good she for you at some point sexually shamed yeah. right I was not yeah. sexually no, shamed no I think that's yeah. a thing that a lot of women um, grow up grow up with if you're kind of like if your parents are like concerned with like what your body looks like or what you're doing mm-hmm. sexually or what, like, and that girls get that a lot more than guys. Um, I assume. Um, yeah. But, I mean, right. I, it, but I think that's, if you don't have that, it definitely makes you less self self-conscious or less worried about what other people think because you're just like, I'm allowed to just do me and I'm supported no matter what. Yeah. I, I, it's gotta be tough for a dad. Like I, I, <laughs> I don't know. What do you even say? Like dads just have to like shut up. And then, like, how do you even, like, I don't know, you talk about, like, a like a dad wondering about his, like, bringing home, the, like, a like a girl bringing home her new boyfriend. And mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know how I would react. I don't know how I, I would hope that I would be the, the do it the right way. But it's, like, such a tight wire. I, like, I have a empathy for a dad just, like, doofy, grew up with dudes his whole life, has no idea what to say or do. And then he says the one thing, it's like oh, now you've judged the whole fucking situation. You're an asshole. Like, I, I, I mean, know. I think it's just like, as long as you're not someone who's like, I'm going to greet you on the porch with a gun. If you try, <laughs> right. my daughter, daughter's not home by 10 p.m. Yeah. I'll find you fingering her in a car, you know, like that kind of thing. Don't What's be like What's the time, that. 11 p.m.? I don't you know. Like, when can they come home? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's also about like respecting your daughter and knowing that she can make good decisions for herself and for her own body mm. if you've set her up with the tools to do so. Yeah, I guess it's a lot like stand-up. It's like when people are like, good luck tonight. And you're like, yeah, I've done this every night. If you've done the right things every night for the past whatever many right. years. It's not yeah. about t- It's not about tonight. You know, like, yeah, your daughter, if you've done the right things leading up to that moment, yeah. they're going to be fine going out. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. right. know, how tell us about two less lonely girls. Um, two less lonely girls is uh, an adult uh, podcast for Justin Bieber fans, aka Beliebers. Okay, <laughs> I know it sounds this. It's it's very interesting because people are always like, "This sounds like a terrible." Like so many people who listen to guys we fucked mm-hmm. when I announced, they were like, "This sounds like a terrible idea." And I was like, "Just give it a chance." I fucking know what I'm doing. I did run a Spice Girls e-zine called Wannabe Weekly for five years. I think I have a grasp <laughs> on this. Uh, and it's co-hosted by myself and Rose. 
Rosebud Baker, who's an amazing comedian. And we just, it's like 30 minutes or less every week where we just barf pop culture and we talk a lot about celebrity, but specifically using Justin Bieber as a jump, jumping off point mm-hmm. because as we've discovered in the podcast, all roads do lead back to Justin Bieber. He's the star He's of the this best. universe. He Well, he, it, he is. And in this time, we were like 22 episodes in, in this time, we have met Justin Bieber. You wow. met him. We've met Haley. Yeah, I traced, I traced him down the street. I mean, like, oh, not so in a scary way. You didn't like, he wasn't like on. You were just like kind of found him and stalked him and got him. I have a, yeah. one of my friends from high school is a paparazzi. Um, oh or paparazzo. Wow. Do they and call themselves that? Is that like the, he calls what? himself a street journalist? Okay, Adam yeah, Glenn. Figured, right. Yeah, Adam yeah, yeah, Glenn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So He's he went great. to my He's high school. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know Adam. <laughs> and he, when he found out that our love for Justin Bieber, he just kept texting me. And I was in like the New York Comedy Club green room one night, and he's like, "Corinne, where are you right now?" And I got, I texted Rosebud, and we surrounded him, but not in a scary way. We hid behind brick walls because Justin Bieber is—you have to t- treat. Treat him delicately. He's like, yeah. He's, he's literally like shakes when you meet him. I feel so bad. Really? Aww. Yeah. So I we I approached him very calmly, uh, but we met him. We met Haley. Found out where Haley lives. Interviewed her neighbors. Yeah. It's gone. It's gone real wow. far. It's like wow. it's for the deep cycle within you. But yeah. then you relate it to all other pop culture. Well, and stuff celebrity. Like that. I'm like obsessed with celebrity and how it affects people. Okay. And I feel like I'm in. I call my. I'm like internet famous. I'm like Atila Tequila level. Okay. Is what I call it. <laughs> Good work. And so it's this weird place where it's just. Like I'm not unknown But I'm not famous And um, It's not good I don't like it It feels bad And so it kind Why of does like, it feel does it bad do, Would you rather be like One or the other Is it because um, it feels bad to be, It feels I bad to be in the middle I don't It's no It's not like It's not like I'm not the. I just don't I'm a really private person mm-hmm. And I think In retrospect This was a terrible Career path for me <laughs> <laughs> You didn't realize well, you're too good at, Isn't that suck When you're too good At something But it's I destroying your life I love stand up But like I just Like it freaks me out like when people come up to me and I'm not expecting it because I feel like I always have to be like on guard. Everyone's usually pretty nice. Yeah. But I'm just like the power of like a 22 year old woman approaching you with all her energy is something I just had never experienced before being a straight gal. Like yeah. right. I just never knew what, what we were capable of really. It's interesting. Like, you, you know, that's a part of the job that is you don't really think about yeah and i don't get laid so it's not like you know it's just it sucks it's like i'm getting all my friends laid i'm not i'm getting laid less if anything because mm. i'm the town bicycle now what do you mean so, the town bicycle well everyone now once everyone knows you're a whore i mean like slut shaming <laughs> it's slut shaming like it's very it's like something we talk about a lot but like it's not like people are like fucking sluts more you know interesting <laughs> they're just like oh they're sluts and they're okay with it but yeah well is it does it add a layer okay so because you're you're kind of well known or you're known for that does it make it so like are, are you on guard for guys who are like trying to get that experience of like a this semi-famous oh 100 percent. but usually right. o- usually only like you know non non-performers aren't doing that but comics for sure you can't trust them you know, all the can't comics are, co- are they oh my God, that's been happening for years <laughs> are yeah. they coming after you yeah i'm like if you just want to be on the podcast just ask me like please don't make me look at your nasty ass me. <laughs> really yeah oh this is news to me yeah every- oh my can god can you please tell people it wasn't me no no, no jared and <laughs> tell I, the audience I've, i jared haven't sent any dicks always been very respectful we have a very non-sexual friendship only relationship absolutely that's great <laughs> 
And I was on, guys. We fucked. I think that's a good way to like enter into it if you haven't uh, way back when. Well, just be um, interesting and have something to say or yeah. have like a unique perspective on sexuality. Like, you don't have to fuck me anymore. That was a long time ago. Just come right. on and you, do something You've to uh, say. evolved. The podcast yeah. has evolved yeah. since then. Please right? don't fuck me, in fact. <laughs> Please stay away from it. Two, two Less Lonely Girls. It's a fun podcast. Corinne's been on my show a bunch of times. So, and she's fantastic and funny. And you should all go subscribe and check it out. And what I like about Two Less Lonely Girls is like, that's a fun break from, you know. The Me Too movement. Whatever. That's why movement. I started Every, it. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> of, of all the things. Breath of fresh air. Yeah. You just need 30 minutes a week to talk about how uh, Post Malone and Justin Bieber might be the same vocalist. There we go. Two Less Lonely Girls. Go subscribe. <laughs> at Philanthropy Girl on. Gal. gal. I always fuck that up. Okay. At Philanthropy Gal on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. Go support. Uh, let's do a weird sexual experience. Let's do it. Um, awkward sexual. Is it weird or awkward? It says weird here. We said awkward. It's both weird and awkward. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Hey guys, my friends and I listen to your podcast all the time and they keep telling me I need to send this ridiculous story to you guys. So here it goes. I'm recently single from a four year relationship. My ex-boyfriend was absolutely horrible to me and needless to say, I'm glad it's over. That being said, I've, I've been letting loose doing my thing and been going out with my girlfriends frequently. One night we went to a local popular bar. The DJ at the bar this night used a DJ at a club I frequented a lot when I was younger and I hadn't seen him in about seven years. My friends and I are dancing near the DJ booth. When I'm already to- I'm already on guard when I hear this the, 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 the she's a part of the DJ community. She's the DJ, yeah. yeah. She's, she's in on the DJ scene. <laughs> yeah. Tapped on my shoulder by some guy and he waves me over to the DJ booth. <coughs> With that the DJ leans over to me and says I look familiar. Where does he know me from? So I tell him I used to go to the club he DJ'd at years ago. Oh my God. It's the the DJ community He remembered and thought You were in the other fedora (laughs) He remembered and thought It was awesome to see An old schooler out He ends up having his people Buy me his people Buy me a few (laughs) drinks Throughout the night And asks me if I want to Grab a drink after And to stick around After his set He's cute and seems to be cool So I agreed The night continues I send my friends home Without me And 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 the DJ And I get drunk together And end up back at his place Hell we start fooling around, which leads to sex. We're fucking, and he starts talking dirty to me. I'm with it, so I start talking back, and then and then it starts getting weird. He starts role-playing. He asks me to pretend he's married, and his wife walks in on us, but wants to join in. Now, the sex... <laughs> this is so funny that he stops the whole thing. Where right. He's like, here's your script. Pretend, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for you. Okay, um, you're into this? Here's yeah, the script. He, the, here, the director's coming soon. Yeah. Um... Now, the sex was very good, so in my head, I'm like, this is kind of weird, but whatever, I'm drunk, just go with it. Mid-fuck, he starts telling me about how he fantasized about fucking his ex and her little sister at the same time. Now, I'm like, okay, this is getting really weird. Still fucking. He proceeds to ask me if I have siblings. I pretend, I tell him, yeah, I have a brother and a sister, and he's, and he says, what he says next shook me to the core. He says, pretend I'm your big brother and I'm fucking the shit out of you. I literally pushed him off of me and said, what the fuck? He immediately snaps out of it like he had no recollection of what he just said. <laughs> I said, nope, sorry, just gotta go. Uh, the Uber Did price I say incest? Me? <laughs> the Uber price surge at that hour was four times the amount it should be, but I couldn't put a price on needing to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Got back to my friend's apartment and woke her up out of dead sleep because I just couldn't believe what I just experienced. Needless to say, uh, he DJs at this, at this place weekly. My friends and I now joke and call him Big Brother. <laughs> LOL. I've also told this story to a handful of people who know him, and now a lot of people know what kind of closet incest freak this guy is. 
Hope this story gave you a shock and a good laugh. Love you guys. The involuntary little sister. What do we think of this move? Okay. Well, number one, never fuck a DJ. So <laughs> that's your first mistake. I don't want to blame you. I don't want to victim blame. <laughs> uh, and then number two, I mean, I hate this is again that like this is just not that weird. Incest porn is one of the highest searched uh, I've categories heard that. of porn. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's always it like, like not little it, sister. Is it step? Um, I mean, they are including step. I don't include step as like really full. I mean, to me, that's not is even that full incest. incest. Porn? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but incest porn is like super, super popular. And so, I mean, I think it's just like when you're dirty talking, that doesn't necessarily mean you actually want to fuck your own sibling. It's just a kink that you got from porn. Because a lot of people are just like find go scrolling through porn, finding something like they like and doing it. A lot of the stuff I like in porn, I don't really like. I like I watch Mormon porn. I don't actually want to like. Go and fuck a bunch of Mormon girls. Yeah. But I just like that Is kind it of like porn. A polygamy kind of thing? Like um, you it, and the- it's more like it's I would be into that, but that I have to search that. It's more like uh usually like the head of the Mormon church and then like younger girls who go to the church and then they all have sex. Got it. Mormon girls with a Z. Yeah, this <laughs> <laughs> that, I so mean, you know it's fun. Yeah. I yeah. mean it's interesting now with like I mean the categories keep growing. Right. So like there's you know there's unlimited categories now of porn where mm-hmm. it's like you can find anything. Yeah, because people get bored and then it's like because people keep watching porn earlier and earlier in their life and then so once you tap out or something is boring or like quote unquote vanilla to you, you got to take it to the next level, which yeah. is why I always tell kids don't drink or do drugs until later in life because what the fuck are you going to do when you're 32 then? Right. Yeah. Men, it's, like, it's like the it, people who have them, the, whose parents get them the BMWs at 17. Sure. There's not really much. Yeah, you need time nowhere to, to go. move up. Yeah. Yeah, the girls that had the My Super Sweet 16 birthday parties are probably the most <laughs> right. depressed girls on earth right yeah now. i know where there's nowhere to go from there where yeah, yeah like they're they went to mykonos and they're like i did this when i was 17 yeah you right. know like how could this even be a surprise mm-hmm. what would we call this move um i like big brother big brother she already fun. dubbed that that what do you think i don't know i i uh all in the family <laughs> <laughs> i like, I like that. that i like <laughs> all in the family i i step by step uh, <laughs> if you want to go, I remember that those were step. <laughs> yeah. Not as weird. Yeah, not as weird. What do you think? I, do you have a name for this at all? Or? Oh gosh, uh, I had to think about this. <laughs> Is it a red flag or a deal breaker for you? It's not. It's not my thing. I'm not. It's a. If that. If that was what I have sex with this person maybe but i don't think i would date them it's just not it's for me i have a lot of brothers and sisters it would just get too weird for me <laughs> yeah not that it should be a deal breaker for everyone it's not a match for me okay but if this happened <laughs> i mean the way it happened is interesting to me because it makes he's probably thinking well it, i took one step up you know right. like he's like she was into the dirty right. talk yeah, and then he, it like, went he, and yeah in his defense he did start he started kind of casual-ish, yeah. and then he built up. He was like, "Okay, if she's not leaving for for like the <laughs> the scripted, my wife is walking in on yeah. us. I'm gonna try to take it to the next level. Let's yeah. see where this goes." That's yeah. it. Well, that's kind of the same with like the porn you're watching. You're like, "Okay, yeah. well, I've gone to this. Well, okay, let's see what the one above that is." Right. And it's you know he he did it as as as, as well, to empathize with him. He did it as nicely as you could. Right. It's, I think it's just too much for a first sexual encounter with th- with someone that she didn't really know 
Sure. You know, it's like yeah. it's just too much at once. You gotta, you gotta let like drip your kinks in. Like I like choking people. I once tried choking someone on a first fuck. That did, I got kicked out. <laughs> what happened? Uh, well, we it's, again. It started as dirty talk, and then like, well, then he asked me. I was dirty talking with him. He tried to like yes and it, and so his version of dirty talk was asking me the last time that I had sex, mm. and it was the answer was yesterday, and then he didn't like that. <laughs> um, so it just he really got, right. He's just, like, you're a freak. But I was like also trying to fuck someone who was like lived in Tribeca and was a banker, and like I should just not do that. That's not my type of person. Got it. I, right. I need to be fucking Marilyn Manson. That's what. Yeah. I'm saying it's, it's not a match. <laughs> not a match. Exactly. The, the, yeah. the Tribeca guy. The banker is not the match. Yeah. You yeah. Although Marilyn I'm sure Manson. there's someone. I'm sure there's a girl out there who's like into that. Yeah. yeah. I, I think in the like because I'm reading this and I'm like in the moment this guy I can understand why he was like. Of course, I'm going to bring up that, you know, yeah. that we're going to play catch him. afterwards. And some people my really can't sister. like come if like they have one thing and like it's really going to help them come. I w- well, we were talking like, you know, is there a good way to bring up kinks to people? Like, is there even a right way I to do this? I don't think it's like the first. I think the first ex- sexual experience has to be kind of like mm-hmm. general. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I it, agree. it has to be like light vanilla yeah unless you're so unless you had been friends before and you kind of know you've had discussions before it right like, yeah it's like a first date you can't just go into the first date and say the craziest thing you've ever thought sure right. like sure, you sure. gotta build into that you gotta thing. build into right. it right. well it's interesting because we live in this time of like people like they're trying to go out and fuck with no consequences so they're trying to like fuck a lot of people but then you also sprinkle in this kink shit mm-hmm. and it's like well how do i you know get this thing in there with someone that's brand new and never right. see them again it's like yeah you're gonna have a lot of surprise well, well, fucking that, customers that's a good uh, <laughs> you know, like, like i didn't good, know i showed up at the fucking dildo store you know that's like, a good pitch for monogamy yeah it know, is a good for pitch people for people who aren't that into monogamy there there's at least there's someone who knows what you like mm-hmm. yeah. already knows all your weird shit and knows exactly what you want but that's gonna be a weird thing like you're married and you go you have to like go from like you're my little sister to like okay we gotta make sandwiches for the kids i think that's that's the beauty of it though it's like that's kind of isn't that like the like the the dream to have someone who can do both with yeah there's something yeah i don't know i i i I don't know can you look at like have you been in relationships where you're like i you go from like we're having a wild sexual thing to like we're just normal yeah for sure for sure every moment is not sexual like i talk mm. about sex so much like i would say more moments are not sexual yeah. than are but then when they are it's like let's concentrate on this now now this is we're in the we're in the thunderdome yeah what i'm having like i hate when other things seep into sex or like chatter or like silliness it's like no no thank you yeah like <laughs> right it's like i feel like with that's like again like going back to like the like that's a perk that's a really good perk of monogamy it's like when you switch jobs and you got to learn all the new systems sure <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, no yeah. one wants to fucking do that. Yeah, you gotta. The, 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 the worst <laughs> right. day is the first day. Right, yeah. having a lot of casual sex is like you get a new job every night. I gotta like figure out it's, how this thing works. I, yeah, <laughs> it's funny that you bring like the chatter. You you don't want that. I have been laughed at during sex many times. What do you do? And I don't know. It's just like people you are know, shaming like, you. It, it, well, yeah. <laughs> And I don't I'm, like gonna, it. I'm at the next march with my poster. <laughs> laughed at mid sex. Finger in the but butt. Finger in the butt. Please go for it. I, uh, <laughs> that was our last conversation. As I brought it up, mm-hmm. we talked about this at the laugh at the at the live show. I brought up finger in the butt, and it was like this big fucking surprise. Now I'm on the group chat. 
Wait, you like finger in the butt? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know that's great. I'm so glad that you're talking about that. I'm the a Rosa manly Park, man like yourself. Rosa Parks of male ass play. Okay, perfect. Uh, that's what I like to call myself. There you go. Um, I'm preaching the word. The it's bacon the on bun. a cheeseburger. You're going so to the I, yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, no. People are very scared of it. I'm glad that you're talking because I feel like guys will listen to you. I talk openly about it, and yeah. I've had guys write to me like, like a, it's always like a Snapchat message where they're like, <laughs> "Dude," <laughs> you know. And also, like, I just had uh, Chad Daniels on oh. my podcast and. Mm-hmm. He has a great bit about it, mm-hmm. and it, mm-hmm. you know we talked about it there. But it's um, just trying to name more names of the, of, of the 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 bro fingers. I want a list. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it was interesting that like all of a sudden the group chat is like hilarious, and I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Just being That's open you. and honest here. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't trust your private thoughts with male comics. You know that. Or no, this was a girl that I, oh. I hooked up with. Oh, <laughs> on a group chat. Okay, never mind. See, this uh, this is the shaming. At least you're getting talked about, right? Yeah, that's the worst true. is when no one's talking about you. That's right. <laughs> I think that's is your whole... butt clean? Like, Probably not. No, okay, because that's my thing. I don't. I'll do anything, but I just in my experience, I've only can think of two uh, straight men that I've seen their butts that I would have put a finger in it had they asked. The, really? Yeah. What was, the, what was the what was purse? Yeah. yeah I mean, like when you fuck someone, you could see their ass. There's a lot of stuff that just going on back there. That I mean, like my <laughs> ass is clean. Like I could go, I could like wipe a sandwich in there right now and feel very and then, comfortable eating it. Really? Wow. Uh huh. It's very clean. It's a hot day. What's okay. the litmus test? Uh, no, it's good. Well, yeah. What is the litmus test now that I'm? Uh, I mean, just like if there, how much like is there enough so much hair that I can't see what's going on? Yes. Has is there ever anything like in your underwear? <laughs> like I mean, <laughs> how's like, your underwear look? So, yeah, it's real. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a lot of. Is there a smell that I can smell like when I'm like at the at your lower back? Sure. If I can smell anything at that point, you should write a book on how to how to tell if it's okay to go back there. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's some there's a checklist. <laughs> Do the balls smell? Balls smell is worse than ass smell Ooh, I would think. yeah yeah i really try not to get around smell like i'm just imagining you looking at someone going nah shower yeah. time yeah you know get in there and then you know come on out yeah you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans the one you can fancy up fancy down and just look better every time you wear them well that's why you need to check out lee denim I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable. And yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. Let's do it. Uh, here with Corinne Fisher at Philanthropy Gal on Twitter and Instagram. Also, two less lonely girls. Go check out that podcast. Super fun, super funny. Go check it out. You ready? Yep. We do a thing called Red Flag Deal Breaker. Okay. Okay. Everything's perfect with this guy or girl, mm-hmm. whoever you're with. 
but then this thing happens. Okay. Is it a red flag and you're like noted, but I'm going to stick it out? Or is it a deal breaker where you're like, fuck this shit? There's no I like it. No, there, there is. You can, you you can, can say, say I that. like it that's too. The third, okay. That's the third option. Okay. Not okay. encouraged, but allowed. Okay. Most of them, you're, you're not going to like it. <laughs> so, uh, you want to read them? All right. So they're either pregnant or they got someone um, pregnant from a one night stand. That they're like one month in. Oh, we're one one month into yeah. dating. So it's they're like if you're a, it's a girl, she's a she's, she's a month one pregnant. pregnant from a one night stand. Okay. Or if it's a guy, he has some girl that he just got pregnant. Oh, I mean, deal breaker for me. You're out. She's a month pregnant, and we're on a date. And I'm like, everything's perfect. Then she's like, I have to tell you something. I'm a month yeah. pregnant. I couldn't. It would be. I would be like, it's the month that really like just because kills it's one it. month. Yeah, because you're like, you got things to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got like clerical work. Here. Yeah, there's things that you have to work out that you shouldn't be. To me, and I know this is super judgy, but like maybe now's not the time to date. Yeah, you know, okay. like maybe yeah. you have to like talk to this guy. Maybe work it out. Like try, or also maybe like you know, bec- there's things going on there that like the month. What if it's six months? Is that better? No. That <laughs> she's already bought all the baby yeah. shit. She's got the room ready. ready. Yeah. Six months. I think the kid should. You'd have to be like super. With, when someone has a kid, like, I don't think I would not date someone with a kid, but I'm saying when they have a kid or they're having a kid, I want to know, like, are you all set here? Like, have you made the bed? You right. know, like, have you figured out weekends, how you're going to split up the time? Like, I don't want to be involved with that. That's I want fair. that to be so squared away that you're like, okay, <laughs> good to date. You're now. Yeah. You routine. barely see the kid yeah. walk up in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like a little ghost. <laughs> what about you? you? Go out with a guy. He's he's not he's single, but he just got this girl pregnant a month ago. Deal breaker. You're out. Deal breaker. Absolutely. Is it is it that he's just like? Irres- well, if here's the thing: the irresponsibility of him being like you like it's the same to me as like. Wouldn't you think that guy is just like? Eh, I wouldn't, you know, accidents happen. Uh, sure. That's not, but I'm just like, I just don't, same with you. I just don't, there's no, there's too many people in the world to have to put up with that, especially at like age 32. Like I'm yeah. not, I'm just not, there's no reason. Right. Like if I'm going to put up with like having a kid, it's going to be my own kid. Yeah. Right. Like I don't want the hassle and none of the reward. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That sounds terrible. Yeah, like, this isn't an ABC you, sitcom. Would you guys yeah. date someone with kids? For At me, this no, point, I no. wouldn't. You wouldn't? Mm-mm. Yeah, I think I would have to have kids of my own to want to, like you said, like to want to date someone who was about to have a kid or was with a kid just because, like you said, it's like all of the annoying shit without like any of the reward of it being your actual kid. Yeah. But if I already had kids, it's like whatever. It's like the marginal, d- yeah. diminishing marginal child. It, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it, the stepdad thing is like, I had a buddy who got into a relationship with someone who had a kid and it was like, like you're just like man you are a fucking hero like mm-hmm. to me like i was like look at you're doing the, you're you're going to games that like you have not and like now it's like his kid you know right. what i mean people so, with kids should date other people with kids oh they should do the step i do mean they back have to step by step kids meet.com or something they, oh, they gotta should. have yeah. that it's also difficult like being a comic um, our our schedules are already so hard to like yeah. meet up with people already mm-hmm. like to add a kid in there there's just gonna be no time during the week to possibly meet up for sure i and just the idea of like, I gotta be like, hey man, you can't, 
you're not my dad like, <laughs> like that whole that whole you're like, like, fight, we're like you're right I, I, I don't know why I'm here <laughs> I don't know why I should just from. go yeah alright we got one more It's um, so they suspect there might be a burglar or an intruder in your home mm-hmm. and their first thought is they run into the closet without you <laughs> how long have we been dating oh <laughs> um you've been dating two months i would i mean it'd be a big red flag i don't know i would just think they're kind of a pussy i wouldn't be so hurt that they ran in without me but just like that that was their reaction to run yeah like a man in general right. <laughs> it's not great what are you doing are you in or are you out i think i might be out just because i'd be like okay like i can't depend on you yeah there's like, a movie about you're this, gonna I run yeah, yeah there's like an actual movie Is about there? this where I, I don't know. I think it was like a foreign film. I only I only know th- books and movies by one line descriptions. Ooh. Um, but the, I think the 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 movie was about a it, and someone will tweet at me about this. It, the there was an avalanche do. and they get stuck in this house and it's like a, I think it was like a Finnish movie, but it like came over here. And it was like a big time thing. Finnish get, movie. Like a, 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 avalanche or something happens and like the husband just like freaks out, just runs away, and, okay. like, and now he's seen in this whole new light from the <laughs> wife, where it's like this was a, the right. husband. I well, it's, like, it's like now right. I know exactly yeah. what you're made of. I'm so afraid to be seen in one of these situations. Are you? Uh, like, what do you think you would do? Um, I would hope. I don't know. That's the thing. Like we we all want to think that we're gonna be like. The, the most powerful person in all these situations like if you look at how people yell at people on Twitter and Instagram right. oh, God, you, yeah. you know like you would think like I don't know how I would act in all these situations <laughs> and I would hope that I would be like Listen, little lady, <laughs> back it up. Let I me get the this. axe. I got this. Would you be offended if she ran into the closet without no, you? No, I would be like, okay, well, good luck to me. Uh, I guess right. no room in there for me. I'll just be out here getting killed. Uh, well, Titanic taught us anything. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know how I would be, and I don't know. And for the girl, it would be a red flag. I'd just be like, I guess. Uh, be like, um, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the male equivalent is like, like I'm trying to think of the male equivalent of like when you you see that happen you're like oh this isn't this person isn't with me maybe it's like you get sick and she's just like all right I gotta get out of here peace like <laughs> yeah people, there are people two, two different reactions to people getting sick I feel like some people are like oh what can I get you and that person's like I don't want to get sick I'm gonna get the fuck out of here when a girl I'm with gets sick all I want them to do is just ask for things I don't like when they do the I'm sick and this hurts and that hurts and I go. I I don't know. Can I do something? You want you want to just give me some direction? Yeah, Yeah, just give me a task that will help you out. Because a lot of that, women go to so many more doctors and have so many more things than I would ever have. Mm -hmm. That like, I don't even know the doctor. I've said this before. I don't even know my doctor's names. Women have this like catalog of doctors that they're like friends with and know the names. And like, I'm getting checked out behind a dumpster in an alleyway. And it's like, Uh yeah, I'm just, you know, cough. And then you're like, okay, you know, I'm out of there. But it's like, to me, like the things that are going on, like even like, I'm just like, okay, what can I do? Like, I'm always left at at a loss. I agree. That's much more helpful if someone's like, I feel like shit. I need you to do this. I just need some Tylenol. I heard that a lot from guys. Like, just tell us what you need. Just tell us. Because gals dance around it a lot. Right. Because they want to take care of you, but they also are stupid, so they don't know anything (laughs) about how to... (laughs) Yeah, we have no idea. How to do that. They're not good at reading between the lines, I think it is. It's just like, this is what I need. This is where you get it. Go get it. Like, just clear instructions. Do you know how many times I've been at the end of a night with a girl and I go... 
I, I'm just tired. And they're like, I'm tired too. And I go, okay, well, then I'll put you in a cab. And then I get to the, and then I send them off. And then I get a text of like, I can't believe you're such a fucking dick that we didn't go home together. And I'm like, you said you were tired. I said I was tired. We both had shit to do. Like, she probably wanted to snuggle. That, well, I'm saying I'm lost for the. Like, right. Yeah. I, I was like, we just said we're like, both I'm really tired. tired. Let's go back and she, hang out. She could have right? been like, yeah. hey, let's go home. Mm-hmm. And, right. and I could have been like, oh, okay. Right. Because um, you couldn't read between the lines of her being like, I just want to. Yeah. She I wasn't was like, like, oh, I, I want to leave by myself. Yeah. To <laughs> me, yeah. To me, it was like, you got shit to do. Right. Like, Can you know. snuggle if you're t- if you like say you're tired? Like, were you okay snuggling with someone that you don't know that well? Because that Probably. to me sounds terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Like, if I'm like t- truly tired, I just want to be left alone. I don't want to have to like sure. th- introduce a new person to my fucking dog and shit at three yeah. in the morning. No, that, thank you. I I understand that. I I'm I'm a cuddler. So <laughs> I'm in that game. So like I would be like fine with it, but oh, okay. I would be like also like okay, we're done. The cuddle is let's it's fold over. the book right. down on cuddling, and we'll go to our separate sides of the ring. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on today. <laughs> Thank this you for having me, Corinne. You're fabulous check out. per usual. Guys, we fucked in two less lonely girls. Go check them out uh, at Philanthropy Gal on Twitter and Instagram. Um, super funny. Also, I, I have a kinship with Corinne. I feel like we have the same drunk eating habits. Oh my god, I, we do. You t- you tweet my soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We and you do too. I, I I'm always witnessing. I'm like, oh, that looks good. <laughs> You had something that you posted the other day. Oh, what my garlic it? peanut noodles from... Uh, I wanted those so fucking bad. Monkey that King I Noodle Company in Dallas. Shout out. We're going to Dallas. We're going to Dallas. October we should, 1st. Uh, we have to go to we'll Monkey go King. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I saw those noodles and I was like, need it. And Emporium now. Pies you're going to want to go I love your to. range mm-hmm. of eating. I feel like you're eating, either eating like one tablespoon of peanut butter a day. Doing that today. We, bu- like- we both bipolar eat is yeah. what I call it. Yeah. So it's either Absolutely. I'm eating it's only true. kale all week or just like lard from a bin. Yeah. <laughs> it's called- my balance, right? Yes. Yeah. In my mouth. We, we, we take our shots. <laughs> I like that. Thank you, Corinne. Thank, Thank you. you. We'll see you next week. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.